All right, we're back here at 4 o'clock at the Paley Center as we uh, go through the second to last day. Uh, we've been ushering in uh, over 40 guests already. They told me they were going to be a lot, and the key to the show has been I have I don't know who they are, so uh, they I don't know who it's going to be. I just uh, welcome them in, and we see who it is, and plenty of surprises so far, and they said they have uh, a lot left in our last two and a half hours. Tomorrow we'll be back in the studio uh, with our regular program for the last time, and it will just be uh, the callers and myself. And then when we finish up, it will uh, be the end of uh, 30 years. So uh, we will say goodbye tomorrow at the end of the show. So we are down now to just a few fleeting hours, uh, a couple today, and then a full show tomorrow, and then that's it. We will uh, pass the baton uh, tomorrow afternoon uh, as we will uh, finish things up. And uh, hit the road. Um, we have some more guests. They tell me lined up, so welcome. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Cliff Floor here. Hello, Cliff. How are you? you? What up, man? Just want to show you some love, man. Congratulate you on, on you know on the fine uh, career. Obviously, you always told me I'd be in broadcasting at some point. You, I knew I was, that. You know, it was very obvious. Right? I mean, when we had you on the show, there was no question you were going to be a broadcaster. So, I mean, it was a logical move for you to become one. Well, I appreciate that, but more more importantly, uh, you know, I just wanted to show you some love. Obviously, you supported me throughout these years, and uh, just you know, coming on here and having some great conversations with you, going back and forth, has been outstanding for me. So I appreciate you, man. Well, I, listen, I know a lot of people do too. Well, listen, thanks very much. And again, like I said, it was very obvious you were going to have a career uh, and a good one in broadcasting. So congratulations on all your broadcasting success, and thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. No doubt, man. Happy holidays to you and the Thank family. Thank you, Cliff, very All much. Right, Cliff Floyd, uh, who uh, the first time he was on, you could tell he was going to be a broadcaster with the voice, and also he was good at it. All right, we welcome in another guest. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Daryl Strawberry. Hey, Daryl, how are you? Strawberry, what's going on? Congratulations, man. I just want to congratulate you on 30 years, man, and all that you've done for the sports uh, of New York City. Um, all the times you've had me on, you've been nothing but a gentleman and, and much respect for all that you've done for the city of New York. You've been great on the air all these years, man. It's just You and Mad Dog, remember when, you guys, when I first started coming on with you guys? You know, Straw, it's funny. There's certain people, and the fan has been on the air since 87. There's certain people who were just the topics that built this station. There was nobody... Nobody. There might have been someone who could have been the equal. Maybe a Patrick Ewing. I don't even think so. You were probably the topic more often than any player in the history of the fan over 30 years. You were, you were so more, so often the topic of conversation on this station in the early years. It was unbelievable. It was almost like your network. We were Everybody spent so much time with you. I mean, so you have been that. I mean, you, you're that kind of player. You were always exciting. The fans loved you. They still do to this day. And I got to tell you, I've watched you at City Field a million times. Uh, and even my wife, Ro, mentioned it, how nice you are to all the fans when they come over to you. You know, some players aren't that way, but you always respond to the fans in the stadium, and they, and they always come to talk to you. They always come to ask for pictures and everything else, and you're always very nice to all the fans when they come talk to you. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, Mike. Well, you know I truly love New York, and it's dear to my heart and always will be, especially Mets fans and, and of course, Yankee fans too. But, um, for the other side, you know, that all that you have done, you know, the kindness that you have 
giving me in on the air and everything and just being a part and the conversations that we have walked down the line and had and even through the hard times you know I've, I've had the conversation with you and you was always a gentleman i really appreciate that well thank you and uh thanks for taking the time to call today and uh again you a big part of the fan big part of uh our history here so thanks very much all right Happy holidays. Thank you. You too, Daryl. Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Daryl Strawberry, of course, who uh, needs no introduction and really might be topic A of all the years on the fan. I mean, that's this was the lightning rod. I mean, there's others, obviously. A-Rod's another one. Uh, Ewing was another one. We can think of different lightning rods through the years, but nobody bigger than Strawberry. Uh, welcome another guest. Mike, it's Governor Chris Christie. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, I thought there was a chance some that I might be handing the baton to you, I, you know, for a while, and we thought that was the case. First of all, how do you think the arguments went for your Christie versus the NCAA case? Well, it went really well, and I think most people who I've read who were there that day have said the same thing. I think we might get as many as six votes, Mike, um, and I think you're going to see New Jersey. My guess is you're going to see New Jersey win the case. You know, it's interesting. I asked some smart people, including David Stern, who's one of the smarter people I ever met in sports, and he said there's no way they take that case unless they've already decided that they're going to go for the state. So I wonder if uh, – do you think that way too? Do you feel that's why they took the case? My guess is that they you – know, you need four votes to take a case. Um, but my guess is if they didn't have five, they probably wouldn't have taken it. So I think that's what happened. I think the argument kind of indicated that, you know, Phelps were leaning in a particular direction. And, you know, you're a little superstitious because I did a lot of appellate work when I was a practicing lawyer. So you always get superstitious about predicting an outcome. But it felt really good being in the courtroom that day, Mike. And I feel like uh, at least six of those justices really understood the argument we were making and seemed to agree with it. You know, you, uh, you know, everyone's asking me about my future. You uh, are going to have uh, this big decision coming up. Where, where are you headed? What, what can you tell us about where you're headed in a couple of days? Not much. I can tell you so far, Mike. I mean, um, in uh, 33 days, I'll be out of office. And, uh, you know, I think there'll be a whole bunch of things that I'll do. I don't think there's going to be any one thing. Um, it's been 16 years since I've been in the private sector. So, you know, eight years as a U.S. attorney and eight years as governor. So, uh, you know, I want to try a bunch of different things and see which stuff I really like doing. Um, so I hope that there's going to be a lot of different options. It seems like there are from the contacts I'm getting. And, you know, just as importantly, let me just tell you, just to let you know how long you've been out there entertaining people, I've been listening to you from law school through to being a two-term governor. Unbelievable. Will you miss being governor? Uh, yes. Yeah, I definitely will. I've loved being governor of New Jersey. You know, you're a New Jersey guy. You're born and raised there. The idea that you wind up being one of 55 people who have ever been governor of the state is a really cool thing. And I love the job because, you know, Mike, I'm a fighter. I love being in the middle of the mix. I love being in the middle of the fray. And in New Jersey, that's what you are every day when you're governor. So, yeah, I'll definitely miss it. But you know what? It's going to be 2,920 days as governor. It'll be time. It'll be time for them to hear a new voice. Before you go, uh, give me a thought on this game. Cowboys at Raiders. Um, I, I think it's, I, <laughs> I think it's, it's going to be a good day for the Cowboys, just as much because I think the Raiders have just lost who they are as it is that the Cowboys are starting to get back a little bit. And be ready, Mike, because you know what? If we win that game against the Raiders, then we get Zeke back, and that'll be an interesting last two games against the Seahawks and the Eagles. I hope the it Cowboys happens. Will be, you know, it well, could listen. be interesting. Thanks for calling. Good luck to you. Okay, and, thank you and, for calling. Mike, Appreciate it. Mike, good, good luck to you, and thanks for all that you've thank done you. on the air 
over the last 30 years. Thank you, Governor, very much. You Chris Christie, uh, we have another guest. Well, ready? Welcome. Mike, Michael Breed calling here. Just a quick thank you for everything you've done for all of us that have been fans of yours and, and uh, of sports to sit back and, and listen to you and your passion consistently day in, day out, uh, your thoughtfulness on so many different sports for those of us that, that love the game of golf, which is not a baseball or a basketball, and to, to uh, appreciate your knowledge and the hard work that you put in on a daily basis. Uh, for me to be able to do the, the same thing and, and uh, get into a conversation with you about the sport that I care so deeply about and the wisdom that you have with it has just been um, something that I've always admired since 1987. And, and then to listen to all these people that have taken the time to, to share with you how much they, they have uh, appreciated all your, your efforts and wisdom and passion and everything. It's just, uh, it's a remarkable thing. And you are to be congratulated and thanked all at the same well, time by well, so many you. people. Michael Breed, of course, of the uh, Golf Channel and Sirius and one of the top golf teachers in the country, plus a man who has uh, taught my wife the game and uh, spends time working with, with her game, although she's on the shelf right now. But uh, uh, how did you feel? about Tiger's performance for the, I know uh, Fowler stole the show the last day, but how did you feel overall when Tiger blew up on Saturday then, and I know it was windy, but then came back with a 68 on Sunday. How did you think he did? Well, I, I think this, he, he, he certainly changed a lot of people's minds. I think a lot of people had basically said Tiger is done. He's over with, he's not going to be uh, somebody that, that is going to contend in a, in a major championship. Uh, and all of a sudden, when Sunday showed up and, and he had finished his four rounds, everybody thought, you know what, this guy can this guy can play again. Uh, I know on my shows, I've I've had a number of doctors on to talk about the surgery that he went through uh, to understand a little bit more. I think he was, um, you know, I, I think he was encouraging everybody and encouraging to the sport. You, you look at at the influence that that guy has in in the game of golf. Uh, he changed all the, the the viewers really all across the board all all went you know what this guy this guy can win again and it certainly leads to a a year in 2018 where we expect him to do some some pretty special stuff and wouldn't be surprised if he ended up winning a major championship and I that think that would be unbelievable it really would well listen uh, we love having you on when you've come on the show thanks very much for uh, for the time you put in and, and again thanks uh, for all the work you've done with my wife the teacher of the game well and listen thank you honestly as a fan it has been just an amazing 30 uh, year career that, that uh, you've had and, and uh, I can't wait to see how your future uh, continues thank to you, blossom. Mike. So thank you for everything. Thank you, Mike Breed, the Golf Channel Sirius. All right, we have another one. Uh, welcome. Hey, big boy. Congratulations on 30 years. I used to be in New York for a number of those years. Actually, when you and the Mad Dog got fired up and got going, I moved away to St. Louis and on to Columbus, and I'm a hockey guy. How are yes. you? Hello, J.D. How are you? Good. How are you? Congratulations. Uh, 30 great years. John Davidson, uh, obviously the very familiar sounds of John Davidson. Thank you, J.D., very much. Uh, appreciate it. How are things going? Things are good. Things are good. Not as good as you, of course, but uh, loved my time in New York when you and the Mad Dog were, were having a lot of fun on the air, and we all kind of went through the sports world together there for a long time. And I moved on to St. Louis. I'm in Columbus now, and we have the Islanders in town. We've got a young team and a good team. So it's been a, it's been a blast. It's been a blast, but it goes quick, doesn't it? 
It does, doesn't it, really? I mean, I go back to your playing days. I remember you when uh, you lived in my town and you had with Donnie Murdoch. I mean, I go back that oh far. God. So, you know, that goes back to when you had long hair. <laughs> I had hair, period. <laughs> and then I got into management and it's, it disappeared and what I have left is gray. Yeah, those were good, those were good days back in, in the late 70s with a lot of young players and some vets like Phil Esposito coming in and Carol Vadney and others, but... Uh, it's more about you today. So you, well, thank uh, you. You're, you're, you're having fun looking back on everything? Absolutely, J.D., and obviously you're a big part of this town and a big part of our program through the years, so it's very nice of you to call in. No, I appreciate that very much. It was, uh, you know, no matter what, and I, and I tell all our players, too, if, and all the people associated with the game, if you ever have a chance to spend some time in New York, do it. There's nothing more interesting. There's nothing more passionate regarding sports. It's it's a fantastic thing. In fact, we've traded some players to the Rangers over the years, and whenever we make the trades, you, you sit down with the player and, and you talk about what's ahead of them and what New York's going to be like and how you deal with it. And, and if it all goes well, you'll you'll never experience anything quite like it. It's just absolutely fantastic, and it's the same with, with every aspect of it, whether it's what you did for all those years. it's Everything's top shelf. It's really cool. Well, listen, thanks for taking the time to call in today. I very much appreciate it, J.D. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Congratulations you. on 30 years. Well-deserved. Take care. Thank you, J.D. John Davidson, the familiar sounds of John Davidson. We have another one, Chris. One more. Let's go. Hello, Mike. This is Jay Wright from Villanova. <laughs> and uh, I, know, I know you don't I know you Jay don't Wright like, gets uh, an ovation from the crowd. You can give him an ovation, folks. Oh, the Jay Wright of the number one rank, the top rank. Villanova <laughs> Wildcats. Yeah, they I know you don't like all the accolades, man, but I, I really am uh, honored to get a chance to call in today and congratulate you. What a run. And uh, like J.D. said, man, I was there from the beginning in our Hofstra days, and uh, I've told you this before, so this is going to be the last time I get to say it on air, but it, it's not uh, for what you and Chris did for us during our Hofstra days when – when the biggest thing in the world wasn't, it, it, I don't even know if it was ESPN that big back then. It was, it was WFAN and U2, and you would talk about Hofstra when we were, when we were 10 and 10 and 19. You'd still have me on. You guys had a lot of fun at my expense, beating up on me, but you always promised if we ever got it going, you would come do a game live at Hofstra if we got in the championship, and you guys did. And uh, Chris did the play-by-play. You did the color, and it was it was one of the highlights of our time at Hofstra. And in our years at Villanova, you're always great to us, man. Our well, listen, people love being on your show. First of all, thanks for coming to the Tiller Center. You went out of your way to do that, which I was wonderful. That, and and the night. people loved having you that night. Uh, really, uh, everyone really appreciated it, number one. Number two, uh, you've been part of this show forever. And I tell you, we, we can't be prouder of what you have accomplished. I mean, people should realize, I mean, Villanova's been in the top six for five straight years. Uh, they've been one of the great teams in America. You've won a national championship. You're back ranked number one again right now. So you, you have built an incredible uh, program, and the right way, built an incredible program at Villanova, uh, and you should be commended for it. I mean, what you've done has been unbelievable, and right now your cats are number one again. So uh, another big season for you this yeah. Thanks, man. Hey, I, but you know, just like when you when you started back in the day when you started at CBS, right? You were yep. you were you were you were doing research, right? You remember yep. those days as as really your fondest days, you know. And it, it used to be such a thrill for us when we were at Hofstra, and we no no one was listening to us. We would say. 
we would call you and say, please, could you put us on? Remember? <laughs> we would call and say, come on, man, let us go on. Mike, we'd, me and Pecora would see you out. We were like, come yeah. on, Mike, just get us on one time. And uh, we would get instant credibility. It was, it was so much fun. We're actually coming back to Hofstra. We're playing at the Nassau Coliseum on the when? 22nd. Are you so really? If you're in town, I'd love to have you at the I'm game. I'm coming. Man. I'm coming. Right. I will be there. Right, I'll call I you. will I'll be call in town. We'll set it call up. me. We'll do it. Good man. They got a good team. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a really we'll good. Come, team. I will be there. We will be there. I promise. Okay. All right. I'm a, I'll call you. I'll set Thanks, it up. Thanks, Jay. Thanks hey, for coming congratulations on. Congratulations on a great thirty years. Thank you. Years, Take Thank care. you, Jay Wright, and his number one uh, Villanova Wildcats, who are doing a, a, an incredible job. All right. Two more. Uh, uh, Chris just said to me, two more. So let's welcome in the first. Welcome. Mike, as the uh, person who accidentally broke the news that this day was coming, I wanted to call in. It's Katie Nolan. How are you? Hello, Katie Nolan. How are you doing? Not too bad. How's your day going so far? Uh, not too bad. Uh, and, and you did? I, uh, I got so much heat for doing that podcast, I can't tell you. It's unbelievable. Uh, from people who said I, I turned them down for years, I went on your podcast, and uh, obviously this came up, and yes, uh, ever since then, it has been a topic, and uh, it is very close to uh, being finished. How are things going? You've been uh, moving around. What are you? What are you? What are you going to wind up doing? Have you decided exactly what vehicle you're going to do now? What show you're going to do? Well, I'm at, so I'm at ESPN now. Uh, I'm doing. I have a pod, podcast coming out in January. It launched today, right. so it's you know if people want to download it, they can. Uh, and then we're just figuring out a whole bunch of digital stuff. You know, the stuff we talked about when you were on that podcast about where, you know, how the media landscape has completely changed. We're just playing around with some new ideas. I, have a, I do a thing on Snapchat. Do you know what that is? Yes. You I do? know what it is. I've never been on it, but I know what it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we have a show on there. So we're just figuring out a bunch of stuff. But I figured I should probably ask you, since this is kind of the relationship we have, do you want to break the news to me right now about what you're doing next? No, that I won't do because uh, I really don't know yet. I, I, I really don't. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't, and I don't know right now, uh, and I promise I would not talk about it. But I actually could tell you, with all sincerity, uh, I could probably narrow it down to three, but I couldn't tell you which one I'm going to wind up doing yet. So haven't really decided. I have to spend some time, uh, you know, uh, make some decisions. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I wish you luck, and thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, Mike, thank, thank you, you for, you know, coming on the podcast. It My pleasure. Me. My pleasure. You. Thank best. you. And good luck to you. Thank you. All right, Katie Nolan. Uh, one more. Let's go. Yeah, Mike, I'm calling from St. Louis, and I wonder why the Yankees don't trade Jacoby Ellsbury and three guys from Wilkesbury Scranton to the Angels from Mike Trout. Could you explain that to me, please? I think they should make that trade, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I would do it, too. And who would know better than you after doing this for 30 years? Exactly. And you still don't know. I know it's Bob Costas. Oh, I was waiting go. for him to say Bob Costas. Hello, Bob <laughs> Costas. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Congratulations Good, thank on you. a long, long run. And it isn't just a long run, because you and the dog pioneered this stuff. There's... You know, 8 million emitters out there, but you can only be the first one time, and you guys were it. 
Well, thank you, Bob, very much. As a matter of fact, I saw a couple of stories that people saw, uh, sent me, and you were quoted in the stories. One from uh, Neil Best, your old uh, – uh, Bob's an old Long Island guy, if you remember. So, like me, he's still partial to Newsday. But uh, uh, that was very nice of you. Thank you. And uh, it's very nice of you to take the time to call. Uh, how are things – what about you? How are you doing these days? How's things going? I'm doing great. Uh, I had a long run doing football, but – I felt like that had run its course for me, and after doing 12 Olympics, that seemed like enough, too. But as you know, baseball... I watch you doing baseball. I've watched you on the MLB Network. You're doing that. So no more Olympics at all? No, no more Olympics, but I love doing the baseball, and the schedule is just right. It's one game a week and allows me a little bit of breathing room, and maybe I'll do a few other things like you. I'm kind of looking around and seeing what the landscape is and exactly what I want to do. It's nice to get to the point where you say, I don't have to do any one thing. I'm only going to do the things on the menu that absolutely appeal to me and only enough so that it feels right and you don't feel like you're getting tired of it. Did you did the Stanton uh, trade to the Yankees bother you from a sensibility standpoint of the uh, of the Yankees piling on a little bit at all or no? Well, you worry that maybe after a period of time where they didn't quite get to exact competitive balance, but things were closer to in balance than they were in the 90s and at the turn of the century, that maybe uh, those revenue gaps are increasing. I heard Buck Showalter say it yesterday from the winter meetings, you know, being with the Orioles and in the same division as the Yankees and the Red Sox, is it possible to compete? So there is a little bit of that, but from the Yankees standpoint, when you think about it, trading Castro, trading Headley, getting rid of that bit of payroll, now not having their eye on Bryce Harper, who would have cost more than Stanton. Who knows if Stanton opts out after three years, but you get a guy like Stanton three years to pair with Judge and other guys in that lineup, even if it's only for three years at $26 million. In today's market, given who he is, both as a player and as a gate attraction, that's a bargain. And if he stays the full 10 years, averaging out at $26 million a year for 10 years, over time, that'll be a bargain for the Yankees unless, fingers crossed, it doesn't happen, unless he gets hurt. We're talking with Bob Costas, of course. You know, Bob, the thing that amazes me about baseball right now, how important and how good the young players are immediately. They come in and dominate the sport at such a young age now. You know, it's no longer, you know, takes guys five, six years to learn the ropes. Right? And they come in here and these kids just come in and dominate the sport. Yeah, they do. And the talent pool has increased, uh, especially Hispanic players. Some of the Hispanic players begin playing at a pretty high level when they're 15, 16 years old. They're playing a whole lot of baseball, uh, and they come, if not 100% big league ready, a couple years in the minor leagues, and boom, they're on the scene in their early 20s. And I think it can fairly be said that there are as many good, not just good in terms of ability, but really appealing star-quality type players young, star-quality type players in baseball now, as in any time in my memory. And, Bob, uh, before you go, I agree with that 100%. Congratulations uh, on the Hall of Fame. That obviously uh, is was a no-brainer and uh, very well received, so congratulations for that. Thank, thanks very much. A big thrill for me, Mike. Thanks. I, I know it would be, and I know that's very meaningful to you, but uh, obviously you deserve that uh, without any questions. So, uh, again, enjoy it, and congratulations for you. Thanks. Happy holidays. Thank you, Bob, for calling. Thank you, Bob, very much. Right, Bob Costas, back after this.